Welcome to the Skippy and Fanny Show. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. Today on Signal Boost Conversations, we'll be wrapping up 2017, our year of inclusivity. You know, top of the morning to y'all, let's do this. First, we need to thank a new supporter on Patreon, which is Sarah the Sublime. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate all of our Patreon supporters, despite what you might hear in our Holiday Torture Cinema episode. Uh, and second, uh, please don't forget to take our listener reader survey at skiffyandfanny.com slash survey. Uh, that's going to help us make the show a better thing so that you can enjoy it more. So this is the very last episode of the Skiffy and Fanny show. Dramatic pause. This year! Just this year. Don't worry. We're coming back in like a month-ish. But we need a break before we really tackle 2018, because it's been a big year at the Skiffy and Fanny show. So we thought it would just be kind of nice to recap that. Nothing particularly exhaustive, because we're recording this on Christmas Eve Eve, and I still have presents to wrap. But sometimes it's just nice to squee about yourselves, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to squee about ourselves, right? Yeah, I guess so. Fine, you don't have to squee. I'll squee. First, we should actually thank all of the folks that are on our team, both old and new, on the blog, on the podcast, both. That includes Alex, David, Joyce, Becca, Elizabeth, Stephen, Daniel, Stina, Trish, Penny, Julia, Kate, Michael, and Paul, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> and the Marx Brothers. And the Marx Brothers, yep. Uh, Abbott and Costello, a <laughs> little bit of them, too. Our team grew a little bit this year. Just a smidge. Suspicion. It's been really cool, actually. Dina came back and is writing discussions on intersectional feminism as it is reflected or not in science fiction and fantasy. That's the intersection. Joyce is now writing Sequest column discussing Southeast Asian science fiction and fantasy. Penny has a column all about horror. Becca is reviewing queer science fiction and fantasy. Elizabeth has a brand new column reviewing YA. And Stephen is reviewing comics and graphic novels. Not to mention our original amazing team of dedicated reviewers, Paul, Kate, and Daniel. Thank you all so much. You guys are amazing and make the blog just phenomenal. Especially with Trish editing it all. Thank you, Trish. Oh, and then occasionally I write the retro childhood review, which apparently a couple people like, which is very cool. So thank you. Yay! But yeah, I do that when my brain isn't about to explode. Probably has something to do with the fact that she edited 77 podcasts this year. Well, 77 if you include today, but there are actually 78 episodes this year, and you did do one of them. Yeah, it was the most important episode. Definitely the most important episode because it meant that I didn't get spoiled on Blade Runner 2049, which was very important to me. Yeah, it was a good episode. I wouldn't know! 
<laughs> you don't listen to the show, Jen? No, I'm not. I haven't been able to watch the movie yet, so I can't listen to the show. It's very frustrating. You have yourself actually edited 10 million previous episodes of the show. You just didn't this year. So thank you for all of the work that you have done prior to 2017, even if you couldn't do a lot this year, because that's what I'm for now, right? Yeah, because I'm not doing anything ever again. <laughs> awesome. What have I done to myself? Meanwhile, part of the reason that the show has been as good as it has been this year is because of all of our guests. We had 78 episodes, and on about 50 of those, we had somebody on as a guest. So thank you to all of our guests for coming on the show this year. You are basically what everybody is actually here for. So we really just can't thank you enough for taking the time to come talk to us and write guest posts. It's awesome. So why don't we talk a little bit about some of the stuff we actually personally loved out of the year on the on the podcast? Because, you know, that's what this is all about. That's true. We're here to squee. A little bit. Exactly. Yeah, I'll keep it on the download, though. I'm not going to. I'm just going to squee. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Our funniest episode of the year. And I'm taking it from Sean. So it's the core. <laughs> the, damn it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, so Torture Cinema is a ton of fun, obviously, and we love doing it. It is as much for us as it is for you guys. Okay, it's mostly for us. Because once a month, we get to kind of let loose, occasionally drink some alcohol, and tear movies apart. But at the same time, just hang out with each other. The funniest episode, though, by far this year of Torture Cinema was The Core. It was hilarious. It has references to certain sexual items. It also has Alex on their geology just piss fest. It's yes, amazing. It is. It is absolutely amazing. Alex got to do their sphere moment like I had the previous year. And I got to rant about whales. That's right. You did get to talk about whales. Whales are great. And as we all know, they always sing to giant metal dildos that swim <laughs> through the sea. Always. Every single time. Uh, anyway, one of my favorite interviews this year was Paul's interview with Malka Older. It really shows how excellent Paul is an interviewer and how much he really cares about the craft of writing and world building. And Malka is just a great guest to have on the show. And Null States, by all accounts, is a fantastic book, so go check out that interview. Then we had all of our discussions were fantastic this year, which our discussions are really where you will see our theme taking place. And it really directed what we were talking about in each episode. So the theme was inclusivity, and we started that off with a just a fantastic uh, discussion on disability in science fiction and fantasy with Sarah Chorn and Elsa Shunas and Henry. And it was so nice to be able to discuss with two people who care very much about representation of disability in science fiction and fantasy. It meant a lot to me to get that discussion on the show. And I am so grateful to Sarah and Elsa for, for joining us on that one. And then Julia and Mike had a fantastic discussion with Sarah Cleto, Brittany Warman, and Shveta Thakrar on inclusivity in fairy tales. Again, just a fantastic overview of where the field of folklore and fairy tales is in regards to including a broader range of people in terms of people of color, disability, and queer representation. And then I am totally biased, so 
I got to do on Signal Boost, which has just been a ton of fun for me because I get to talk to such a wide variety of writers. But in the month of October, I was able to concentrate completely on marginalized voices in horror. And I'm not actually a big horror fan, so this was very educational for me in general. But we heard from so many different amazing writers and so many different perspectives on how they've been able to show and discuss their marginalizations in horror. And I just, I loved it. And I think I interviewed 10 or 12 people that month, and it was just so awesome and fun. The entire year of Signal Boots was amazing, but October really let me show exactly what I meant Signal Boost to be, which is a space to highlight primarily marginalized creators in the science fiction and fantasy genre. It was a joy and really rewarding experience. So so that's all of mine. And I had fun and I loved it. And it's been just an awesome year on the podcast, I think. Yeah. So those are good choices, Jen. Thank you. You missed a lot, though. I did miss a lot. Because you only included, I think, if you count the entire month of October, what, like... Like, 15 episodes, which means that there's still, like, 60-some-odd episodes to go. Yeah, which means you really did just... You just missed so many. So many episodes I did. So I imagine that you're just going to share all the rest of the 60 episodes? Right. So uh, I'm going to start by the first episode of the year, and I'm going to end with uh, the episode that will be out, but is not currently out at its recording. Um, all 77. <laughs> Because I think that's what people really want out of this podcast, is for me to talk for 45 minutes straight about every episode we've done. I think so. Or they could just go listen to it themselves. Uh, They could do that. That might be a better use of your time. But anyway, so my first would be the Indigenous Representation in Horror episode, which had Darcy Little Badger, Nathan Adler, and Stephen Graham Jones as the guests. And uh, David Annandale was my co-host for that episode, uh, which was great because he's sort of our resident horror dude. Uh, and it was really great to sort of have both of us kind of talking to these people about where uh, indigeneity sort of falls into play in the horror field, where the problems are, where the good is, you know, ways of approaching horror if you are trying to to write and all these kinds of things. It was a really great episode. Uh, and it was a great opportunity for me to, you know, get to talk to people to whom these matters are more personal than they are for me often are very academic. And I'm sure for David is often very academic as well. So it was good to kind of get that personal connection. I picked for my interview, the Anne Leckie interview, which I conducted with Felisa Cassano, who is amazing. Both of them are. Uh, and we talked about Anne Leckie's new novel, Providence, which is fantastic. And you should all go by immediately. And it was a great interview. The other one that was really good was uh, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind discussion, which we did for its 40th anniversary, I believe. Yeah. And I actually like that one because the conversation that was had was some of the best in-depth talk about a film that I think we've had in a while. Because we were coming at it from a lot of different angles, and we had Joyce on that uh, episode, which was great to kind of get a perspective that wasn't sort of North American centered. And we all are coming from it, have, having seen it when we were younger and then rewatching it as we're older. And so that was a thing that played into it. And I thought it was interesting to have a conversation about how it, it's a weird thing, Jen, that you and I have talked about before, but like the weird way in which watching things that we watch as kids and then watch them as adults, we see things very differently. Like when we talked about the ET, remember when we talked ET, like, yeah, 
that our perspective on the characters drastically changed because, you know, things that were terrifying to us as kids, as adults, we understand it at a different level. And the Close Encounters, like, elicited that conversation in a very interesting way. And that's one of the reasons I really liked it. It's just getting to really dig into a film and just have these very interesting ideas kind of churning around. Yep. And you ready? Bum, 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 Which, through the miracle of post-production, almost lines up in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was also a running thing through that episode, so... Then my last one is actually a weird one because it was not planned in the slightest. Uh, and it was when Jen and I randomly decided to have a very in-depth conversation about Alien Nation, followed by Supergirl and The Flash. Here was the thing about that episode. We actually started with a topic. I don't remember what it was anymore. I'd have to go back and re-listen to the episode. It wasn't important, whatever it was. We did have a topic in mind. And then it went completely off the rails, and we ended up just talking about, like, these shows and rebooting Alien Nation, and it was hilarious, yeah. Well, it was it was a fascinating conversation, because Alien Nation's one of those great shows that I love as a kid, and thinking about how do you... How do you retool it for the contemporary moment was, I thought, I thought it was a really interesting conversation to have. Uh, and I just loved it because of just how spur of the moment it was. It was a thing that we didn't plan, at, at least not as uh, the way it came out. It may sound super planned <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> it certainly wasn't, but it created a really great conversation. And, uh, that's, you know, kind of brought us back to when we used to do just the episodes, you and I way back in the day and. You know, it was nice. It was a nice feeling. That's basically why we started conversations. So we could hang out with each other. That's Yay. true. And you get to be there, too. So you get to be like our friends. You mean our listeners get to be there, too? Yeah, they get to be there as friends. Yes, exactly. You get to be like our friends who don't talk. My favorite kind of friend, really. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so Yeah, so it's been a good year. We've had some good moments. It has been a very good year. This is the second most podcasts in one year that we've ever had. The first most was in 2014 when Sean almost single-handedly orchestrated his world science fiction tour, which was just a fantastic year. And if you ever have a chance to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes, definitely check out 2014. Our themes in general have been things that they direct us towards specific topics within the year itself, but they also represent a commitment that we have in general. And we have a new theme for you next year. We're not going to tell you what it is yet. It's a surprise. You have to wait until January 1st, along with our new website. Yay! Or you can DM me and I'll totally ruin it for you. What? No! Not allowed! <laughs> we also have a super secret project going on behind the scenes right now that will also be announced on January 1st. So it's been a good year and we're looking forward to 2018. So you will not hear from us again, at least not our voices, until we do our Looking Back Moving Forward episode, the first episode of 2018 that should come out sometime at the end of January. Yeah. So you won't hear from us anymore, which for some of you is going to be a great, great thing. Because <laughs> you've, you've been waiting for us to shut the hell up all year. All year. Yeah. Why are you still listening to the show? 
Before we finish out this very final episode of 2017, why don't we give people our mini boosts? Okay, so both of my boosts are of my cat, Winston. (laughs) You're still ridiculous. I am ridiculous, but I love my cat. Winston is pretty cool. He is the most adored. He's literally sleeping right now. He is so fucking cute. Your actual boosts, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my boost is uh, one that is only for 21 and older in the United States, uh, 16 and up in other parts of the world. Uh, and one of them is is something that comes in uh, a rectangular form that is made from trees. Or digital versions thereof. Which probably at some point required a tree to die. Uh, so yeah, so I'm recommending a, a book. So this would be Mass Effect Initiation, which is by N.K. Jemisin. It's N.K. Jemisin, as far as I'm aware, first foray not only into space opera, but also into a shared world. This is for the Mass Effect world, obviously. Uh, it is getting a lot of really rave reviews. Uh, Barnes & Noble's sci-fi blog apparently loved the crap out of it. And I really think people should check it out. If it doesn't have Shakarian in it, I'm not interested. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> because it doesn't. I'm sorry, it's not set in that part of the world. But it's got it's got cool stuff. It's got biotic stuff, and it it's got lots of nifty, pretty things. Have you even played Mass Effect? I've played parts of Mass Effect too. I don't. I just don't even know what to say to you anymore. Have you played Mass Effect? All of them except Andromeda, because it doesn't count. Shut your face hole. <laughs> anyway, that's my first boost. Right. Okay. And my second boost is a beer, which I have been meaning to try and then saw today in the store and was like, well, I'm buying a four pack, even though it's ridiculously priced and I'm going to drink the crap out of it. And that is Founders Brewing Company's Breakfast Stout, which is phenomenal. It is amazing. It's got an 8.3% ABV. It's amazing. It's got a 100 beer rating. It's oh, it's just delicious. It's delicious. So is it a, like a coffee stout? It's like coffee, chocolate. So it's got chocolate malts and coffee malts. It's just a freaking mm, amazing. Yeah. It's an imperial stout, I believe. And it's good. Oh, uh, I can smell it so good. It's so good. <laughs> I've only drank part of one. I'm still like, I'm just savoring this darn thing. But yeah, so it's delicious. I know a lot of other people have had it and they love it. I will just uh, to give you a sense. I'm going to read you the description. And you can salivate over it if you would like. So it says, the coffee lover's consummate beer, brewed with an abundance of flaked oats, bitter and imported chocolates, and two types of coffee. This stout has an intense, fresh roasted, java nose topped with a frothy, cinnamon colored head that goes forever. <laughs> I shouldn't be giggling, but it's making me giggle. <laughs> now look, I know I don't have the sexiest voice. You have the sexiest voice on this current podcast. Well, that may be true. I don't know. I'm not like a Patrick Stewart or anything, you know, but I just want you to imagine like whoever you think has the sexiest voice in Hollywood reading that to you with that that much dramatic impact. And that's probably what it's like to drink this beer. Mm. I am glad that in 2017 you discovered that beer is worth drinking. Congratulations. Beer. beer is good. Beer. Beer. <laughs> On a more serious note, 
My signal boosts are for a couple of charities that I think are worth looking into. The first is the Wounded Warrior Project. Most, many, some of you probably know that my husband is a veteran, so it is one of the things that I care a great deal about, because as much as I hate my government, and as much as I hate war and the military-industrial complex, I do not blame the people who serve. The Wounded Warrior Project is specifically for people who have been wounded since 2011 and need additional support. They offer a variety of programs and services and are equipped to serve warriors with every type of injury, from the physical to the invisible wounds of war. That's from their website, because I'm not that eloquent. So, the Wounded Warrior Project, please check it out. You can find them at woundedwarriorproject.org. The second one that I think has uh, really proven to be an incredibly important organization this year, particularly when you look at the election in Alabama. The NWACP Legal Defense Fund is dedicated to ending racial bias in the criminal justice system, protecting voting rights and achieve full African-American civic engagement, increasing economic fairness and promote equal pay for all Americans, and increasing equity in education by removing racial barriers to educational opportunity. Really, really, really important that we make sure that everybody has a right to vote in this country and that nobody is prevented from voting. So... If you can, please support the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. So yeah, those are my boosts for the end of the year. It is the season of giving, so if you can, um, please check out the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and the Wounded Warrior Project. And I want to give you all one more fun thing to do, which is in honor of the fact that Star Wars The Last Jedi is out, and it's great no matter what the haters say, and it's totally fun, and it's totally nerdy, and you all have to do it. And I just did it, and it's amazing. <laughs> you ready? So, so time.com apparently is, well, A, they're doing some sort of research thing for a study to see personality traits, but they're using it with Star Wars so that you can find out which Star Wars character you are based on a set of 27 really quick questions, just like a rating system, one through six, and you just rate how much something applies to you, and it tells you who you are. And it's amazing, and it's wonderful. And I just did it, and I get to be... I could be Finn, Ray, or Han Solo. I'm Finn! Yay! So yes, everybody go take the quiz and find out who you are. But anyway, I just want to wish a happy holidays to all of our listeners. We hope you enjoyed 2017 of the Skiffy and Fanty show, even if the rest of the world was kind of crappy. Yeah. But hey, here's the thing. Here's what we should hope for. Look, 2017 is almost over, y'all. It's almost done. Right. This year for most of us was just terrible. But here's what you should hope for. 2018 is going to be a better year. Let's hope for that. Let's try to make 2018 a better year. Right. Like on the political sphere, we can we can go on the offensive. Right. We've got a big election coming. Let's let's get that shit taken care of. Right. We got this shit. And on the Skiffy and Fanti show, we have a lot of really cool stuff coming up. New content for you all. Let's make look. Why don't we do this? Let's make 2018 like a big thing for you all. Let's just do more sharing of things we love. Let's try to make science fiction and fantasy happy. Yay! I think that's a fantastic plan. And on that note, I think we should say goodbye. Okay. I'll miss everybody. (laughs) Bye! Thank you so much for joining us today on Signal Boost Conversations. And have a very happy new year. Peace out, yo. Bye-bye!
thank you for listening to the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us at SkiffyInfanti at gmail.com, on Twitter at SkiffyInfanti, on Facebook at The Skiffy Infanti Show, and on Patreon at patreon.com slash SkiffyInfanti. Our intro and outro music comes from The Launch by Cronux. You can find out more about their music at freemusicarchive.org.